This is FS Uncovered, podcast of M&M Service Company, serving our customers' needs by providing excellent products, services, and innovative solutions. I'm Kristen Marquis, Marketing Assistant with M&M Service Company. Today, I have with me Tony Haber, our Energy Marketing Manager, Tony McLean, our Energy Operations Manager, and David Baker, one of our propane specialists. So today, we're going to talk about tank monitors, what are they, what they do, and how they are beneficial. But first, we're going to get to know Tony McLean. He has not been on the show before. So, Tony, if you could just give us a quick background about yourself and how you came to be with M&M Service and where you are today. Well, I'm actually a native of Greenville, Illinois. Uh, grew up there most of my life. Uh, attended Kaskaskia College and Southern Illinois University of Carbondale in ag business. Uh, worked for a period in the grain market. Uh, spent a little time in the crops business. And then my first foray into the energy business was about 25, 26 years ago. I went to work with a local startup propane company as a driver, completely green. Uh, spent six and a half years there, by which at the end of that time period, I was the plant manager and did all the service work. Left there to go to work for a fuel company in the area, Tri-County Petroleum, and was there for nine years and was eventually purchased by the FS system. Uh, started out there as a driver, moved into the office as I don't really know what my title was, but <laughs> did a little bit of everything. And after the acquisition with Madison Service Company, merged in with M&M and got my feet wet with everything. So I'm the operations manager here. Okay, thanks. David, you joined us last fall when we did, or no, I guess it was last spring when we talked about our budget billing and prepay program. So welcome back. It's good to be here. <laughs> As I mentioned earlier, we're going to talk about tank monitors. So Tony, can you... Tell us, what is a tank monitor? A tank monitor is basically just what it says. It's a small cellular device that monitors the level of a propane or fuel tank. Uh, we started on the program about seven years ago on a little bit of a trial basis and have just no, done nothing but grow it since then. It's a small, probably a three by five inch device that is mounted on the tank and it attaches to the gauge on the tank. It's a very simple function. It gives us a reading off the tank once a day. It's actually more active than that. Once an hour, it wakes up and takes a reading. It stores those readings when it makes its call out once a day. It uploads all of them. We can do some other fanciful things with uh, reporting and alerts and updates for higher usage situations. But for the most part, it just takes that reading off the tank, reports it to the main office. At the point that a propane tank gets to 25%, we dispatch an order off of it and make a delivery. Okay, so it monitors the level in the propane or fuel tank digitally, whereas we don't have to physically send out a person to go check what that tank is on. We're not checking it, and I mean, we weren't just checking tanks to begin with. You know, the if you want to call it the older school way of doing things, guys routed their deliveries one of two ways. You know, just a route system where they just ran a route, literally just what it says, or they use what they call the degree day system. Degree day system was based off the temperatures, their known history, predictable patterns, and they were coming up with their route off of that. The nice thing about the route, the uh, tank monitors is it takes the uncertainty out of them. The fallback to a degree day system is if you do something different, we don't know it. If you add onto the house, add a heater, put a fireplace in, hook up the garage, we don't know that. With the tank monitor, we do. We've got a degree day system. You're looking at the past history, predictable patterns, and we're running off of that. So if something changes, we don't know it. With the tank monitor, we know those things then. 
another really neat benefit is we can kind of watch your usage. So if you um, are having a furnace issue or some issue and you're using more gallons than, than you're used to, we can see that and proactively get try to get ahead of a problem. And we did just have that situation a couple of times recently where things just didn't look quite right. And not that we're eyeballing a tank monitor every day, but things were showing up on a couple of accounts that didn't look just right. We did a little investigate and found some situations and problems and got them rectified. So, David, how has the increase in usage of monitors uh, changed the way you do your route or go about uh, your, your day-to-day? Well, when I, when I first started, we were just kind of playing around with them, checking to see if they're going to be reliable or not. And um, I ran a degree-day system, so I would sprinkle monitors in to my routes um, based off my cards, my degree-day system. Um, the last couple of years, they have been so reliable and we've put so many on there. I have been basing my route more off of the monitor runs and adding the degree day cards into them. And, and I really think that it is beneficial. I, I'm not guessing. My degree aid cards, like Tony said, if someone has a fireplace and they're turned on at Thanksgiving time more than normal because they have family over or Christmas time, that I don't know that. And so the monitors really kept... Um, our, our customers more comfortable and kept me um, more at peace knowing where they are and when to go there. You got a warm spring to turn on the pool a little, little quicker. Yep. You know, and, and so <laughs> you, you bring that up. Um, some customers, uh, when the virus came, uh, they couldn't travel. So they started buying pool heaters. And they, and so they used what they used for vacation money to turn the pool heater on in March. And I have one that did that and started to pool heater in March and turned it off in October because they, they had the extra travel money and that's what they chose to do to enjoy their family time with their kids. Pool heaters are great. Get one. <laughs> and run it on 95 degrees. <laughs> yes, set it at 95. <laughs> A pool hot tub. One thing I would piggyback off of what David said, the pool heaters, the generators, the situations like that, if you have a tank monitor at your location, keep in mind, while the tank monitor helps us when we get into extraordinary usage like that, we need a little help there still. Uh, a pool heater can go through so much product so quickly that the way we run them for normal residential heat usage may not be sufficient. You get a generator running, uh, a pool heater running for any length of time, we'll st- we still need some help there. We need to know that you're going to be running and using it to be able to adjust for that. You guys talked about the benefits of you know managing a route um, for our drivers. If I'm a, if I'm a customer, what's the benefit to me? Well, when when I get new customers that come from natural gas to propane, their biggest fear is I'm going to run out. How often do I check my tank? I'm not used to this stuff. It takes all that guesswork out for them. That you can be on my route. All you need to figure out is your payment options here at the company. I can take care of you. You don't have to worry about running your tank out. You don't need to worry about what um, percent to call me at. We, we monitor that for you. So it takes that, it gives them a peace of mind if they didn't grow up with propane and know the system. Um, it, it just, just like they were with natural gas, they don't have to worry about it. So it's February, it's five degrees, six inches of snow on the ground. Instead of walking back to my tank <laughs> and then having, and then going back inside and calling you, you just show up. Is yep. that, is that what you're saying? Yep. Yep. And so when, when everybody uh-huh. watches the forecast and that snowstorm's coming, everybody's like, Oh, I hope I have enough propane. Well, you don't have to hope because you know that there's a monitor on your tank and we're taking care of you. How easy are, how easy are they to install? They're really quick. Um, it's just pop the gauge out, pop the new gauge in and the, the monitors we have now just magnetize right to the tank. And, um, 
within five minutes, you'd have a good install. It, it, uh, the computer work takes a little bit longer than the actual physical work, but yeah, it, in five minutes time, you could have your tank monitorized and no longer have to worry about it. So, so even if there's a monitor on the tank, there's still a physical gauge, so someone could still go look and see what's in there themselves. Yep, yep. There's a, there's still a, a a dial, a gauge, just like the your, your normal tanks would have. The only thing you'll really see different is a small cable coming away from the gauge of the tank, and again, probably about a three by five inch upright plastic device that's magnetized in the tank. Very unobtrusive. You don't see it. Just cable coming off the gauge, feeding the monitor. No big antenna, nothing like that. So if someone wanted a monitor or thought they needed one, does it cost extra to have one placed on their tank? There is no cost to the customer. Uh, the cost is completely borne by M&M Service Company. The, uh, the only requirement really is the purpose of the monitor on our end. It's, it's, we use it for routing. Uh, we can make the information off the monitor available to the customer, but we're using it to build our route. It's not a situation where we want to put that monitor on and send you the information and you tell us when to deliver. You're going to be on our scheduled delivery program. We route our deliveries off of it and we take care of you. We have had a couple of requests too from people that are what we call Summerfell onlys that aren't big users. And in those cases, and we still run the Summerfell program. There's not really a need for a monitor if they get one delivery a year. If something changes, obviously, we certainly want to look at that. But if they're just getting one delivery a year, there's not really a need for a monitor. Take advantage of the typically lower rates on Summerfield, get filled up then, and you're good to go. But yeah, there's no cost to the customer for the monitor. Could the monitor save customer money? If the customer's not been on our scheduled delivery program and has had issues with short-notice deliveries, absolutely, it can save the customer money. Let us take care of it. I, I tell people we want to end up at the end of the day like the umpire in the baseball game. We don't, we don't want you to even know we were there. Just let us take care of it, <laughs> and it works better for everybody. Nice. Okay. Well, thank you guys for telling us about monitors and how awesome they are, really, being able to read those propane tanks without having to physically go out there and check it and giving those customers peace of mind, knowing that they will be taken care of. So... Before you guys get out of here, uh, do you have an important question? As we're recording here today, it is before Halloween. This will go live after Halloween, but let me know your underrated and overrated uh, Halloween candy. I haven't trick-or-treated for like 40 years. How would I know? Well, no, but I mean, just, I live in the country. You I don't, shoot, you I don't raid your kids' candy stash? They went four places. Well, I, uh, I don't know if it's underrated or overrated. I know that you get way too many of the smarty type of candies. That they're just, they're the ones that's left in the bucket at the end. But the Reese's, they don't last a couple days. <laughs> if you're going to hand out candy, Reese's is the candy to hand out. Well, I don't know that any Reese's would be, under, so you're saying Reese's is underrated? I don't know. I don't know. Well, Reese's I, is underrated. I think Reese's is the king pretty well. Yeah, I that's why I said. I don't think that answers the question, but I know no, there's, too much, there's too many smarties and they're not enough Reese's. <laughs> So your Smarties is over. Yeah. I don't know if those are really overrated. I don't think anybody's clamoring for Smarties. Yeah. Well, and you know, I'll, I'll, I'll share out. I guess I'm a little... I don't want homemade popcorn balls. I think those are overrated. I don't think there's anything homemade anymore. Yeah. I think that went away. Well, I, 
I still see them, and we don't eat them. <laughs> don't make homemade stuff and hand it back. Because you're like, it's like sketchy, or uh, because they, where, you where just don't like. Where are you trick or treating? Like... Getting popcorn balls and Smarties. <laughs> Guess the wrong spots. I'm headed to Iowa. <laughs> Man, these country towns are killing me. Well, on the, on the, I mean, I can't weigh in because on the home bake stuff, I come from a small family in a rural neighborhood with no neighbors. So, you know, the kids went to moms and grandmas and got homemade stuff. So yeah. I can't, I have not much to offer there. I like candy corn. So I'm assuming people are going to be like candy corn oh. over underrated. I, like I knew that. Nobody likes candy corn. <laughs> I mean, I mean, obviously, obviously it's sold, but I've never met anybody that says, yeah, I eat that stuff. You, you got to drink it with milk. Put a, some candy corn and a glass What are you of milk. doing to your stomach, man? Peanuts. <laughs> they say you have to eat it with peanuts. It's, like a, yeah, like, it's, a like, it's like a payday. Well, mom but, makes a snack mix with white chocolate with yeah. pretzels and the check mix yeah. and candy corn. But candy corn is left with yeah, yeah. I mean, you're, eat, you're, you're eating that, like, you're eating that, right, like, neat, straight. Yep. No. Yep. Just right out of the bag. No Can chaser. No. Just, just glass of milk. Ugh. But I will say the pumpkin version of the candy corn is too much. That's brutal. Yeah, I don't like the pumpkin version. Yeah, it's oh, a little too, too yeah. meaty. Yeah. yeah you get the, just the regular candy oh, corn. you mean like the shape, not like so, the flavor. So let me get this straight. <laughs> it's Halloween night. You got, you know, spooky stuff going on. You're kicking back in your living room with a glass of milk and a handful <laughs> of candy corn. That, that's yep, that, that'd be my that's what I'm picturing right now. Halloween night, yep. Oh, man. No, oh. I take it your go-to is bag of Skittles. No, people. I don't know. I see Jolly Ranchers everywhere, and I can't. I can't stand the Jolly Ranchers. They they get sticky. The plat, the paper, the wrapper always stays on them. I don't know. I don't know what the you see Jolly Ranchers everywhere, and I don't. I can't get over. I can't get past you. You're, well, there's only one. There's only one good flavor, and it's red. So, uh, well, but there's red. several. Well, wait a minute. No, no, no. There are several red. Colored, I mean, what do you do? Cherry, watermelon? No, cherry, red. Yeah, that's, that's watermelon's pink. Yeah, cherry. Semantics. Why is saltwater taffy not a bigger thing? Because it's gross. There we go. <laughs> Overrated, right over there. There's Chris's answer. <laughs> I've got one piece left that I brought back from vacation with me that I'm savoring. I want to keep my teeth inside my head, and not pull them out trying to enjoy candy. <laughs> Okay, well, thanks again, guys, for joining us today. This has been FS Uncovered, the podcast of M&M Service Company. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on Podbean or your supported podcast app. <laughs>